Herd, and welcome to another episode of the Herd Main Show. I am your Herd Leader, John Wayne. And I am an official member of the Bang Gang. And we are back. We took a forced break, and by forced, I mean life happened. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And we had to reschedule things and move things around. Uh, so that we don't die. <laughs> Some of us got haircuts. That's One not of us started growing more hair. Yeah, so. I, well, I've continued to grow more hair. It never stopped. Um, yeah, it, it won't stop at this point uh, until I make it. And I don't plan to. I'm just letting it do its thing like you should uh, do your thing and let other people do their thing. Yeah, um, how about that? You know, it is Pride Month. And, Happy Pride, and everyone. if I can uh, push an, any agenda, it's just let people be happy. Just let people live their lives. Um, yeah. That's what a lot of the celebration is about, is just let, let people be happy. Uh, and so if you, can't, like, if, if you can't agree with that fundamental of life, I don't know what to do with you. Um, Argue on Twitter. Apparently. But, you know, that doesn't really accomplish anything. But mm-hmm. in the vein of uh, doing what you enjoy and, and being true to yourself, not to downplay pride or anything like that, Absolutely. but... Um, loving Star Wars is, is, is what we like to do. Uh, it's being true to ourself is just loving things. Just, it's a weird concept, apparently. I love a great many things. You are one of them. Star Wars is another. And so we're in the middle of this series that we're doing where we take time to love what we love. Not that we don't already do that, but we're calling attention to the, uh, saga films and reminiscing about all the reasons we yes. love them. And it, it, along the way, much like in, you know, uh, ro- your typical road trip, there, there are rest stops. So this is a rest stop episode where we stop and we say, man, aren't these things that we're looking at great? Dang, man, the Grand Canyon what is if, beautiful. What if, the, what if it was full of gravy? <laughs> <laughs> what if it was completely different, you know? Um, <laughs> and so it, in this journey of loving Star Wars, we're also taking time to ponder what what could be different? What, what, how would we feel if things were different? And yeah. uh, what would be the most interesting differences there could possibly be? Um, you know, I, I believe that what we got is Star Wars, and it's the best way it could have ever been, and it's the way it's meant to be. Um, but, you know, there's no telling how many writers and artists and authors have thought and, and created realms within the star wars verse that will never see the light of day or yes or have but aren't as popular uh, which will come come to play into today's conversation um yeah and i mean there's even fan fiction where people literally spend time delving into the what if of things there's star wars comics you know what if ben solar survived what if you know uh yoda trained leia instead Mm -hmm. so forth and so on and so we're just joining in the many masses that enjoy Star Wars, but also just enjoy having fun and tinkering around and looking at it from different angles. Yeah. And, and so that's what, uh, you know, if you had to boil it down, that's kind of what this intent is. It's not to say that, wouldn't it have been better if this had happened? It's simply to have fun saying, hey, but what if this had happened? That would have yeah. been interesting too. Yeah, like... Like I said, there's a comic series in Legends. I completely have forgotten the title. Star Wars Infinity. Star Wars Infinity. As if I had it right in front of me. <laughs> Thank you. So, uh, yeah, go that. ahead. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's a series that's basically a series of what ifs. Yeah. For the original trilogy. What if, you know, like you said, Leia had been trained by Yoda instead of Luke. Yeah. What if Luke just straight up died? Right. And Han went to Dagobah. Like, yeah. Um, it's it's a really interesting comic series, and and so it it deals with the original trilogy, and mm-hmm. so because we are focusing on the original trilogy, um, I figured let's not recreate the wheel, let's bring our own ideas, let's talk yes. about some things. But overall, I wanted to highlight a very maybe under known, um, very uh, tucked away, fun comic series. You know, this yeah. was in the era. This was around two thousand two to two thousand and four. This was the era of really prime. Star Wars comics. This was where I got into Star Wars comics because this was with Dark Horse comics. And so uh, before Marvel got a hold of it, and obviously well before Disney, um, Dark Horse did a a lot, a lot of Star Wars comics. And most of the ones, and and I really enjoy a lot of Marvel. I mean, if if that hasn't been clear on other episodes, if if, if we haven't brought that up more recent enough for any new listeners or anything, I, I really love what Marvel is doing with Star Wars comics. Absolutely. Um, The Star Wars main run is fantastic. If you ask me some of my favorite Star Wars comics, 
funnily enough, a lot of them are going to be legends because a lot of them are actually dark horse. It's really weird where, like, of all the things where I'm like, man, I wish legends were still kind of true. A lot of it's just comics. It's not other things like video games or anything like that. That's, you know. So uh, I, I, have a, I have a soft spot for Dark Horse Star Wars comics. If, <laughs> if anyone ever wants to talk about that, maybe I will one day. But um, Star Wars Infinities is a fun one. So we'll be referencing back and forth. I don't want to completely unravel it because I would hope that people would go check it out. It's really just, mm-hmm. I think it's about 16, um, 16 issues. Um, it's not long. It's basically just a few issues per episode. So A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And it, each one's independent. So it's not like what happens in episode four affects up. So episode four is assuming its own continuity. Um, but then the episode five one assumes that episode four happened. A New Hope happened normal. Yeah. But then everything got crazy. And then same with Return of the Jedi. Episode four and five happened. It was all fine. And then it got crazy. Yeah. Uh, so forth and so on. So, uh, starting, I guess, in order is the best way to do it. Um, I mean, it depends on who you talk to, I guess. But, uh, so with episode four, what's something, what's one of the biggest things you feel could have changed the entire course of, I mean, it's hard not to change everything. We yeah. talked about this, we've already done an episode on, epi- on the prequels, and it's one of those things where if Qui-Gon lives, that changes everything else. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's hard to n- stick to just what would change episode four, um, but assuming we just stay in a bottle, um, thinking only of a new hope and what did happen, what could have happened that would have completely changed the course of that film and, and that story? I, yes, I, I've been thinking about this. I and... hope so. <laughs> you know, we, we're, uh, we do this completely unplanned. Um, so I've been thinking, I, I am... A Leia lover, of course. This has been incredibly obvious. That's a tongue twister. Right? I can look to the side and see my entire shelf of Leia Funko Pops. Yeet. Yeet. <laughs> Big yeet. Um, what if Vader had just killed Leia? Mm-hmm. What if Han and Luke were too late? Oh, you mean like when she's on the Death Star? They would never would have made it off the ship. I am a firm believer <laughs> of that. They would have gotten shot in the back of the head. Oh, man. And then out the airlock. Chewie probably would have been fine. Chewie right? would have figured it out. But Han and Luke, absolutely pointless. <laughs> Crazy boys. <laughs> absolutely useless without Leia. I, I will stand by that for the rest of my life. Um, and, you know, it would have ripple effects throughout the entire rest of the story. We would never have the redemption of Darth Vader, you know, mm-hmm. a big one. Yeah. Uh, we would never have such fantastic lines of never tell me the odds. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lot less pointing. Would be <laughs> a done. lot less pointing. It's hard uh, to do that when you're in prison. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and of course, you know the biggest ripple effect: the best and worst kiss never would have happened in the entire <laughs> Star Wars saga. Right. It's only the best and worst kiss because you know Luke is the worst. Right. You and Han is the best because obvious reasons. Right, because that's true love. And just no matter because, what happened in you Episode know, Seven, we didn't get a Finn poker. Right? I mean, well, I just, I'd like to think that the stars still aligned and they still met. Um, <laughs> you know, so that, that's what's crazy. Um, so I, before we talk about Infinities, because you bring up a really interesting point, um, I actually had a similar thought to um, Nick, one of our patrons, because we asked our patrons. So yes. um, this is our little plug. Uh, we'll do it at the end like we do anyway. But... Um, Our patrons are our direct sounding board with stuff. So when it comes to episodes, what type of episodes, stuff to talk about, we hit them up first. You want an opinion? Become a patron. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, it really does a lot to uh, influence the conversation because it's not just us going back and forth. Then it becomes a, well, I hadn't thought of that. You know, it adds interesting perspective. So um, if, if you want to have greater input, I mean, you can add us all day. We might block you eventually, but... Um, if you pay us to listen to you, we kind of have to. <laughs> exactly. So, but no, uh, Nick's awesome. Um, and so I had a similar one that he had is, and it's sort of like your, I don't remember which one in the prequels where it technically wasn't in the film. Yeah. It would, it would have been around the film that changed the film. I don't remember okay. which one. What? I um, don't remember it. Lis- listen back to that and tell us. 
<laughs> but um, for this one, it would be uh, if Obi-Wan had raised Luke. Mm. Um, so again, it's like it wouldn't necessarily be in the film. We would jump in and he'd be 19 years old, but he would have been training his entire life um, to be a Jedi, you know, yeah. much like Obi-Wan had, much like his father yes. before him. I remember, I remember what it was. It what? was what if they'd believed fives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if, it's like, what if the Clone Wars had happened differently that affect, I mean, that would change everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we ended up, as we always do, and we don't do it on purpose. We are not Palpatine shills, but I think we came around we to, he still would have won. He still would have gotten what he Listen, wanted. Listen, man, you can appreciate someone's cunning and their just evil plans. Right. Without liking a person. But if Ian McDermott wants to pay us for our opinions, we will stand him forever. This will be the the Palp Herder podcast now. (laughs) So um, Someone make that, please. Right, Palp Herder. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so yeah, uh, I think one of the most significant changes, because I think what ultimately makes uh, Luke a unique character Mm -hmm. um, through his journey, and we don't see it as much in episode four, but as it builds later, we see it benefited him not to be raised as a Jedi, but to be raised as a boy, um, to be raised as a normal person. Uh, a lot of choices he makes later in his journey are influenced by that. Yeah. The reason he chooses not to kill his father but to save him is because he doesn't necessarily buy into the fact that your choices are fi- like uh, in- set in stone. You can change. You-, you can be sorry. You can be forgiven and so mm-hmm. forth. I feel like those wouldn't have come as naturally to him if he was raised as a Jedi. Um, you know, I think he would have been, I, I think, the more perfect vader killer in that you know like yeah i feel like the saga would have been different um now i i still i do believe that if that did happen there would be a series of events that follow that would be negative i don't think the story would have gone any better or ended any sooner if luke killed vader no i I feel like a whole new series of unfortunate events would have started and happened and everything it would have just been like vader in a wig with an eye tattoo, just being like, ooh, I'm right. the secretary. He's parked the Millennium Falcon on the railroad tracks <laughs> and everything. Uh, <laughs> um, and so, yeah, and, and also, I mean, knowing what we know now, it would have changed the fact that he would have had a relationship with uh, Qui-Gon as well because that could have been a factor. Like, I, I think that we would have seen Luke raised to be a Jedi, not be a hero, if yeah. this key factor had changed for him. Like, I think it's like you said, he would have been raised to be the perfect Vader killer. He would have been raised to be a weapon. Right. Like, he wouldn't have thought twice about it, you know, based on what he understood. I mean, r- really, like, you know, he would have been a Darth Maul for the, the light side, basically. He would have been yeah. trained and, and oriented that the dark side is the dark side. Once you go there, you're there's no going back. Don't ask questions. Don't talk. I mean, would he have even found out about Vader being his father? Who kn- yeah. Like, there's so many different factors in it when... Luke is Jedi pure from the beginning yeah. versus kind of finding his own Jedi journey throughout uh, the experiences of episode four and five. Yeah. And, you know, a mini, a mini what if, if I could, it, what if I could, mm-hmm. uh, what, what if, if, you know, Maul standing on the sand dunes instead of screaming Kenobi, I'm not going to do it right now because I want to break our microphone. <laughs> um, what if Obi had just been like, would you like a cup of tea? Right? Oh. Yes, please. <laughs> what if Darth Maul was in the, the original trilogy? What if Baby Maul was just like, yes, please, I would like some tea. Right, let's talk, talk about, about our feelings. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, as bonuses, it was also mentioned by patron Jim. Um, yes. Less of a what if, but, uh, well, I mean a what if. What if R2 did let the Wookiee win? Um, um, I, f- I feel like if anything happened to R2... I mean, kind of like with yours, where it changes everything because he saves their butts quite often. Uh, in addition, l- much less of a what if, uh, but she acknowledges that. Rebecca asks, um, why did Obi-Wan call Vader Darth? Yeah. <laughs> and I really just think that George Lucas didn't know what he was doing yet, and I think they thought that was a name. <laughs> Listen, man, it, it could have been his like first middle name. Right. Anakin, Darth, Skywalker, Vader. You know, I mean... I don't know, because somebody was, I, I know with this one, someone else was like, well, it's because he didn't want to call him Vader, and I'm like, you called him Darth, so I mean, it's like, yeah. that's still calling him a Sith and everything, so I'm like, Bleh. Somewhere out there, there's a hand-wavy explanation, I'm sure, 
But like. I mean, Alec Guinness did it, and you don't ask that man to do a second take. <laughs> you don't ask that man in general. Right, exactly. So um, as far as what Infinities decided to do, um, Infinities went a little bit of a different direction. For the most part, the story stays the same, except, and again, I don't want to give away too much because I want you to read it. Um, this one feels like the longest story when you do read it because there's so much that, happens that you feel like you've been in the story longer than you have so imagine that everything in episode four happens the way it's supposed to except that when they fire the final shot when luke shoots the the proton torpedoes into the exhaust port it doesn't go off mm -hmm. for whatever reason the the death star does not blow up in time um so it's almost like imagine getting at the two and a half hour mark of a movie and then realizing Oh, oh dang, no. we messed up. Let's make another movie to fix this. And that's essentially what you get is you get a whole nother movie's worth of events to fix what happens in that very, very key moment. And I'll say it's not one I thought of. I never thought of the Death Star being on the table. I never, of all the things to change, I never thought the Rebels not blowing up the Death Star was really up there. I just never thought of it. Yeah, it's kind of like a... Uh oh, you messed up as a video game character. <laughs> right. Now you got to reap the consequences. Right. So, I mean, it essentially fast forwards through a lot of the events of episode five and six a little bit. Uh, Yoda shows up. Palpatine's there. We go to Coruscant. There's all these things that happen ultimately to still in a roundabout way end the Empire. But um, one of the most interesting things about that factor is that uh, Leia and Luke don't get the same... Um, relationship building. Really, no one does because the events of three years get scrunched down into one week, maybe. Um, and so uh, while Leia is captured, uh, along with the rest of the Rebel Command, uh, she's turned to the dark side by Vader. And yes. so uh, the episode six final battle of Skywalker versus Skywalker is technically Skywalker versus Skywalker versus Skywalker because it's uh, Luke uh, and Yoda versus uh, Vader and Leia. That's a, another caveat to a part of the story we're not going to talk about. Yeah. So, But the interesting thing is Leia turning to the dark side. Mm -hmm. And I know way, way, way back when we were talking about um, Star Wars comics from Marvel, they've hinted at before very much that she part of the reason she would have been a very dangerous Jedi is I think she got more of the anger of Anakin than yeah. Luke did. She definitely got like the... Mm. the fieriness from Anakin. Yeah, like, uh, I don't know what Luke got. Luke got leftovers, but oh. Le Leia's definitely a, a distilled version of both Padme and ideals and poise, but then also anger and saltiness from Anakin. And then Luke's just, Luke's just farm Luke. boy. Like, <laughs> you know, he's a clean slate. He's he's very, I mean, you know, he's very blank. Mm -hmm. Um but no, so yeah, it's it's really interesting the idea of, again, something I mentioned before is like if if she hadn't had some life experiences that that kind of turned her from the path, she definitely could have been very susceptible to the dark side, definitely more so than Luke ever was. Um, and I think one of the interesting things about Luke is that he's always kind of been on the edge, mm -hmm. um, you know, because he's he's not pure Jedi as we as we mentioned earlier where he has no emotions he he definitely is susceptible to his emotions yeah but he also has that skywalker luck of being able to pull himself back yeah like you want to talk about a mary sue character <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about luke skywalker in the original trilogy Ooh. i'm about to get some angry letters yeah. but you know what i'm gonna go ahead and say it a lot of the traits that people complain about with ray were already done with luke well, yeah, I mean, it's just that people don't like Ray. Like, that's the thing, is it's just like, yes. I mean, just be upfront with it. Don't, yeah, like... Don't, don't try and make it that, oh, this is a bad character, this is bad writing and bad storytelling. Like, I mean, it's elements that have always been in Star Wars. Exactly. She's not the first character that just wake up, wakes up one day, gets told she has the Force, and then uses it. Like, exactly. 
I mean, Anakin was told by Qui-Gon that he had the Force and then was able to predict things off of a little uh, viewfinder screen. Mm-hmm. Like, because I he mean, was the chosen one. Right, like, come on. Like, so he that. goes from pod racing to being able to read minds, like, yeah. oh, but that's okay. Like, you know, like, it's one of those things where it's just like, if you don't like a female leading Star Wars, just say it. Just say that and take the hit. But if you're trying to make it sound like you're a film critic that knows what you're talking about, that's a little much. I'm so sick of um, hearing that terrible take of, right. you know, the sequel trilogy it, is the worst. Here's the thing. I think that both, just like filler is a lie, I think Mary Sue, Gary Sue, I think that's a lie too. <laughs> I think that's... I've never heard the term Gary Yeah, Sue. that's when you apply it to a male character. Um, because we had to retroactively go back and say, hey... You say Mary Sue, I say Gary Sue. And it's just because That's there's silly. elements to characters where if you really want it to make sense, it will. And if you want it to not make sense, it will. You'll find what you're looking exactly. for. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that's what people are doing with Ray. And exactly. Um, I mean, you talk about like a, a Mary Sue, Gary Sue situation. Literally, this whole climax is that because in a week, they find out they're Skywalkers. They find out they have the Force and they both learn to use it in, with deadly precision. Yeah. Um, but in the end, it does end well. I'm not going to spoil it because of all of them. This is the most ridiculous one. Oh, yes. I'm just saying. It's it's absolutely insane. But um, the most interesting thing about it, I think, is the, the Leia turning to the dark side thing. Because I've always thought that was a possibility. Oh, it's absolutely a possibility. It's, I, it's like if uh, Black Widow had been taken over by Loki. They'd all be dead. <laughs> they would, every single one right, of them would be yeah, dead. Because she actually gets stuff done. Exactly. Um, Redheads get the job done. So, uh, that's the caveat. Let us know episode four. What could change that would change everything? And if you have opinions about my statement, keep them to yourself. (laughs) Right. Uh, Episode five now. So, um, thinking that everything in episode four happened as it should, um, or did. um, (laughs) Episode five, what's something big, significant, and and, um, thought-provoking that if it changed would make an entirely different story in film? What if Luke had let go after getting his arm cut off and not caught himself on the thing? What if he'd just like, uh, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Without like the huge like, uh, no, I am your father. Yeah, like if no, he never he got just, that. He just kept screaming the entire time. <laughs> See, I enjoy that you bring the fun ones uh, because, yeah, that, I mean, you know, it's one of those things in a, in a, in a film series and a story of such gravitas. Like, if real-life circumstances happened, we wouldn't get the same story. Yeah. If just very real things happened, like, I mean, I feel like somebody would have left Jar Jar at the Space Circle K. Like, oh, no. <laughs> My like, baby, no. I, you, no, absolutely. It would have been heartbreaking. But it's like, you know that's what somebody would have done with a hitchhiker that was annoying. Like, somebody would have gotten sick of it, left him there, and then what would happen? We wouldn't have a Gungan army for our finale. The whole exactly. plot hinges on the Gungans, which means that Jar Jar was necessary. Jar Jar doesn't was make the him assist. Necessary character in the prequel trilogy, and I will not be taking questions Ooh. at this time. Let's let's plan that episode. Thank you. Is that your real answer? That's for my real five? answer. No, really? No. I um, mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong, but like, I mean, that if if we made a what if series on what if blankety blanks tripped. During blankety blank, we'd have a very different Star Wars we'd franchise. Have an incredibly <laughs> different Star Wars franchise. What if Anakin didn't dunk? Or oh didn't my gosh! Dunk? Like, um, my another like kind of goofy but kind of poignant one that mm-hmm. I thought of was, what if the carbonite had killed Han? Mm. What if it didn't work? That it just completely just murked the sky. It wouldn't have that much of a ripple effect. <laughs> My face gave it away, but, um... Yeah. yeah I, we wouldn't I, get the redemption of Ben Solo. We, right, we would not get Ben Solo. We wouldn't which get would, Ben Solo in would, general. Which unless, would be the biggest travesty. Unless. Right. You know, maybe uh, 3PO didn't uh, interrupt. <laughs> as much I'm, as he thought. No, I don't think that was that early. Um, we, we would have been Solo by episode 6 if that was the case. Stuff happens on Cloud City, man. What? Still wouldn't have worked out timeline-wise. It happened during the Battle of Jakku. Like, when they were celebrating, <laughs> hey, mass murder of Imperial fascists. Yeah. You know, as you do, you make a baby. Um, it's just what happens. When you take down the flag, you go full mast. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to stay, but if it does, I'm sorry. Canceled. 
podcast is going to be. If that's what cancels us, I'm going to be offended because we've said a lot of other important things. Uh, Anyway, I think um, I'm canceled now. (laughs) um, I feel like one of the biggest things, um, the one I thought of was, I think, and it's kind of generic, and I feel bad for it because I want to be cutting edge, but the Simpsons did it. Um, I feel like if Luke didn't go to to, to Bespin. I, I feel like that's the one thing where it would have the greatest, imp- I, well, I, the comic does the biggest thing, but like I, I, when I think of what would change the format of this story, but also everything else mm-hmm. after, I keep coming back to the idea of what, what would have even happened, you know? I mean, obviously Han still gets frozen in carbonite, that didn't change, but like what would have happened to Leia and Chewie? What, like, what what would have happened if uh, Yoda had finished Luke's training? Would would it have been as bad if Obi Wan had, where, you know, he would have just been set up to kill his father no matter what? He would have never found out about it. Like it's it's again, I hate to center all of it around Luke and his familial choices. It's but hard not to. The Skywalker, it's the Skywalker saga. They're yeah. at the center of the story. So, uh, yeah, I, I I come back to that one. I couldn't escape it, so I kind of didn't think more about it. I just went with that one. Um, similarly. Um, the, the Star Wars Infinities comics hinges it on Luke or ex- actually the lack of. Yeah, uh, You kind of mentioned it earlier. Listen, Here's man. the thing. It happens in the first few panels. So it's not the most exciting thing that happens in this issue. No, it's not. Not in the slightest. If anything, uh, and this one's just for me, um, this is actually one of the first and possibly close to only, um, at least at this time, comics or any Star Wars media to feature Boba Fett maskless. Um, they show Boba Fett. Uh, you man. see Boba Fett. He's based on Tamara Morrison because these came out after episode two, so they had the benefit of being a, like, you know what? We're talking about what ifs. What if Boba Fett took his mask off? Right. What if we saw that beautiful face? What if Lando had just looked at him and been like, hey. Right? It's just up? like, hello. hello. Uh, you know. Uh, so, I mean, there was time on Bespin. I don't know. There but anyway, was, in fact, time on Bespin. So uh, that one, that one's just a personal, just like, because if you look up, like, a, well, back in the day, I mean, now we have Tamara Morrison as Boba Fett, which is exciting. But back exciting. in the day when, yeah, you looked up, it was either fan art or it was a very specific comic panel from this series. And yeah. it was always that thing of just like, haha, it's cool. Let's, let's, this is off track a little bit. but That's our, that's our brand, that's, baby. That's my brand. Um, train of thought, I don't know her. Um... How? Train of thought derailed that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, thought coming out of my brain into my mouth and then out into the microphone yes. and into your ears. Um, I lost it. How satisfying is it? The moment we see Tamara Morrison as Boba Fett in The Mandalorian. And I think both of us were just like, Daddy, he's real. <laughs> Like he's he's real. I'm just laughing because it's such a simple thing, and it took so, so long to get there. Um, so <laughs> I love you so much. Um, yes, no, it was it was supremely satisfying because it's something again like with this we've thought about for so or I've thought about for so yeah. long. Um, You've written it down in your journal so many <laughs> so times. So much. I've doodled Tamara Morrison as as Boba Fett because it, again it's just one of those things that's never been realized where we've seen. Jango Fett, and he's a clone, therefore Daniel Logan turns into Tamara Morrison. But, like, seeing it, seeing it actualized is such a satisfying yeah. thing. Um, it was so hype. Yeah, if when I think of things where, like, I feel like for some people, like, the scene in Mandalorian, and this is way off topic, but the scene in Mandalorian where Luke just goes at it on Dark Troopers, I feel like that's some people's yeah. childhood relived of, like, they fantasized about, what if Luke just went ham? You know, it's it's one yes. of those things where it's like, what if Superman just used his powers? Mm-hmm. And similarly, it's one of those things where it's like, I've thought about it. I've played it out. I, I've wanted it. And then to see Boba Fett be awesome and it, for it to mm-hmm. be Boba Fett, Tamara Morrison. You know, it's it it's that childhood moment of just like, I get to proudly be like, you know what? That was, I knew I, that was that. a dream yeah. at one point, and now it's real, and I love it, and I thank John Favreau yeah. and Dave Filoni. And Dave Filoni and Kathleen Kennedy. Yes. Sorry, I just get mad because people are just like, thank Dave Filoni for The Mandalorian, and I'm like, he's not the only one on that sh- dang show, man. Thank John for Dave. Right? Thank, thank God, if thank anything. Thank God for John and Dave. Because he made all of those beautiful he people. Did. They are beautiful, <laughs> aren't they? Um, 
he also made this comic. And, no, I'm just kidding. Um, Dark <laughs> no, Horse made this comic. <laughs> Dark Horse is not God. God. Dar- but God made Dark Horse, uh, but not the Katy Perry one. Um, so, yeah, and this one, Luke dies in the beginning. Yes, so he dies he of frostbite or whatever. I don't know. He was hyperthermatized. Um, <laughs> but the funniest thing about this is, like, his dying words are go to Dagobah, and Han... In- internalizes that i did not mean to turn into lando for that hand i said hand you said oh, hand. oh no uh, what's gosh. in that cup john um too much coffee so uh yeah it, he internalizes that and is like i'm gonna be a jedi <laughs> <laughs> and then he isn't and, and yeah it, that's what i love about it it's just the moment where yoda's like no yeah. uh you finally leia nice to meet you i've been dying for this opportunity so yes. And I love this because it connects so well to something that came, oh, man. Um, Several years before. Uh, no, later, uh, like 15 years later uh, with From a Certain Point of View, oh. where Obi-Wan and Yoda are talking and Yoda's like, so you're sending Leia, right? Oh, a meme. Make that meme. That meme is so popular right now that, <laughs> yes, that Anakin and, uh, yeah. So you're it's sending just, Leia, right? Uh, hey, Yoda, I'm sending, a Luke, uh, I'm sending a Skywalker to see you and train and, and, and save the galaxy. Oh, great. You're sending Leia, right? <laughs> You're sending Leia, nope. right? Uh, it, it, yeah. I, so, similarly to the one where I'm just enamored with dark side uh, Leia, I am enamored with Jedi Leia. And I love so much that Rise of Skywalker gave us this. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I want more Jedi Leia stories so you know, bad. You know what I want? Not to be, you know, sequel trilogy on main, which I am constantly. Right. I want... Finn to have a force vision of Leia and just be like, what are you doing? Right. What are, you're Jedi. Shut up. You're what a you Jedi. Doing? I don't care what the fans say. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I love uh, Jedi Leia, and we get that uh, very much in this one, which I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, it kind of, from that point, fast-forwards everything else. Um, and so we do get a showdown, Skywalker versus Skywalker, uh, but obviously, in this case, it's Leia versus Vader. And this is, if anybody, if anybody listening to this loves me at all, I have two holy great. So back in the day, there used to be these comic book fi- action figure two packs, right? Okay. So you'd get a comic, and then you'd get two figures based on the comic, right? Yes. This was like fanboy dream, because it's one of those things where it's like, they're never going to make these toys. Except in this very, 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 very specific case, right? Mm-hmm. So I have two holy grails, okay? I've mentioned this one before, so but Star Wars Open Seasons, story about Jango Fett's backstory that is canon, and you can't tell me it's not. It's canon. Um, you get a Jaster Mareel and a Montross figure. So you get the two main characters of that story um, it, it made up. Like, that's the only way to get those figures. The only way to get those characters, right? And a great comic. Uh, the second one is this one. So they made a comic two-pack out of this one, and you get Jedi Leia and um, and Darth Vader based on slightly Macquarie art. They ch- kind of take liberty with the art style of this one. So it was one of those things where it's like, oh, my gosh, that's a new-looking Vader. Like, that's different. But then also Jedi Leia. Jedi Leia. Oh, my gosh. It's so, not like our Jar Jar where you can just put a lightsaber in his hand and he's already Jedi Yeah, Jedi. no, no, no. Like, because she's got, she's got a very, oh, almost a little bit, you know, Rey from Rise of Skywalker looking Jedi outfit and everything. Like, it's it's one of those things where it's like, this isn't just Slave Leia with a lightsaber like most people would want. No, this is, a, this is Jedi Leia. Mm-hmm. This is boss. And I love it. If anybody loves me. Uh, I will give you my address. Just DM me. No. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll make it happen. Can I um, can I go off on another tangent? Anyway. About the original trilogy? Sure. That's going to rustle some fanboy feathers. Uh-oh. This is the episode, guys. I don't like the Slayer Leia. Oh, no. I like Hut Slayer Leia. Yes. But I do not like Slave Leia. Exactly. Like there if you, you I don't want to step on too many toes, but it's one She's of those things where if you celebrate that look just because it's sexy, you it's, miss the whole point. Listen, you miss the whole point. I get it. It's hot. <laughs> but that's not all Leia is. Well, here's the thing. Okay, but it's the same thing with, like, the Ahsoka thing. There's people that sexualize that when she's um, captured by the Zagirian slavers. First of all, she's underage. Shame on you. She's, like, 14. Second of all, it's one of those things where it's like, again, you're missing the point. Like, that, like that's that's nasty. You want to hear some gross takes? That's that nasty. 
I've I, there's a lot of Rex and Ahsoka shipping. There's Rex Soka. I've oh, I was going to say Roka. <laughs> that sounds like a TV service. <laughs> um, <laughs> kind of. The argument is Rex is underage too. But here's the thing: Not he's still true. a full-grown man. <laughs> exactly. It's just still because weird. grown. Robin Williams in that one movie that makes me cry, and it's the only good Robin Williams movie, just because he's me- like looks like a 40-year-old man doesn't mean mentally he is. Therefore, he cannot make, make 40-year-old man choices. I'm... Rex is okay? 10, all right? Shut up. Star Wars lawyer. Let's make that a podcast, and let's talk about all the offenses of the Skywalker saga, because there are many. Many. Either way, it's statutory. <laughs> anyway, um, any... Yeah. I'm sorry. Episode five's wacky. Jedi Jedi Leia's boss. We stand her. Yes, she is. Um, DM me if you find that or have that. I, or I will give you all of my Republic credits. Okay. Wow. Uh, so many. Those were supposed to go into the house. At least twelve. Um, any final thoughts on Empire Strikes Back? It's a good movie. It is a it's great a movie. It's a very good movie. It's my third favorite Star Wars. Dang. Uh, <laughs> right. Right. I, that's how I upset fans. What's the first one? Uh, the Phantom Menace. God, the like, second oh my one is gosh. The Last I feel Jedi. If I could spend all of my time just advocating for that, I would. You know how people are like historians and they're just like, hey, history's sexy. And we're, they, they we're get Phantom Menace historians. They just get paid to talk about dead stuff. I would just, I would love to just get paid to talk about The Phantom Menace and how amazing it is. Bombad cast, baby. I mean, we technically have we have on. a Patreon. Te- technically you can do it. Um, you know, like, that's just what I want to do with my life. I want to tell people about the gospel that is the Phantom Menace. Have you heard about our Lord and Savior, Darth Maul? <laughs> uh, let's try and save this episode. Return no. of the Jedi. Um, what could change? A lot. A lot. A lot could change. Right? Moochie uh, could live. Uh, oh, sorry. Bad Batch spoilers, maybe. For, okay, I don't here, think it's okay. Yeah, like it's somebody somebody pointed out, there is a canon page for the Rancor in Jabba's palace, and yes. it is not Moochie. So maybe Moochie is just for Bib Fortuna. Exactly. Maybe I that's think... his French bulldog. Because <laughs> oh, it kind of no. looks like one. No, Bib is dead. Now it's Boba's bulldog. Now it's Boba's bulldog. And he'll love it properly. <gasps> he will, he give... will take it on such good walks. He will give Moochie so many belly rubs. Oh my gosh. Like, love your Rancors, such guys. Such a good baby. I mean... I get it. Luke was fending for himself. Luke was about to die. But come on. If he was a real Jedi, he would have found a peaceful solution to that. With the scars and stuff. Do you think Moochie would think that he's Rucker? Aww. That'd be adorable. I can't wait for Book of Boba Fett, guys. I can't wait. Return of the Jedi. <laughs> I've got a great one, so you better be on, on your game, baby. <laughs> What if the Wilhelm scream didn't exist? <laughs> oh my gosh, so many people wouldn't be dead. Right? <laughs> uh, dude, from samurai movies to westerns to Star Wars. Oh, yeah. No one would die, ever. You know what's the real shame in quality sound editing nowadays? We don't use canned audio anymore, we so don't we don't use, use the Wilhelm, Wilhelm scream. scream we only use it ironically now. I hate it. Like, it's... I legitimately hate it. Right. Bring they, it back. There was a sound editor that worked so hard to put that in and was like, I hope people think I made this. And, like, anyway... Um, it was so good. It was so good. Final final chance. Uh, what if uh, Luke did not beat the Rancor? Okay, Han's dead. Luke's dead. Rancor's alive. Fantastic. <laughs> per cheesy. So in your, in your version of these events, yeah. um, Han's already dead. Han's been dead. <laughs> Episode 5 happened, but Han died. Um, Lando and Leia. I feel like you have something against Han. <laughs> no. I listen. All of my problems with Han ended in the uh, the Force Awakens. Exactly, man. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about oh it. Oh my gosh, um, everything that transpired that no one <laughs> listening to this will experience made me forget what I was going to say, listen, and I feel so bad. I'm sorry. I remember. Okay, so my bomb, awesome, uh, what if? Give me. I've stolen. <laughs> <laughs> but not from Star Wars Infinities. Oh. <laughs> so from uh from, <laughs> from Michael Morisi. Dang it, Michael. I'm sorry. So, we owe you some royalties. Friend of the show, Michael Morisi, told us friend about show, a wonderful series that he and a friend did um back when they were breaking out into comics. One of those things where it's just like, hey, 
we get comic book maker money now. Let's just have fun. And they tell what if stories. And one of those stories is actually what if um, like Boba survived. So it's one mm-hmm. of those instances or where, no, it's like, um, so Boba sucks at being Boba in episode six. I don't know if anybody's noticed, Boba but the, sucks. the whole thing with the jetpack malfunction, all of that stuff, like based on what I know about my Boba, that shouldn't have happened, right? The boy is hearing his name so much. Yeah, he's confused. Um, we have a dog named Boba for new listeners. <laughs> right. So uh, their story insinuates that, okay, so Bosk is in episode six. A lot of people miss this, but Bosk is in Jabba's palace. Uh, he's on the, I'm not going to pronounce the sail barge name. Uh, he's there. So either A, he dies in the explosion, and that's a sad ending for Lizard Boy, or B, Boba got knocked out, left at Jabba's palace, and Bosk put on Boba's armor and was Boba Fett in episode six. So Boba didn't go into the Sarlacc, but Bosk Bosk did. did. Oh my god. I love that. Don't ask how the helmet fits on his snoot. It just does. (laughs) It's like when you you put something on, like like one of the masks. So what if Boba survived? Which, I mean, technically canon has kind of spoiled it because now we know he did survive. Mm -hmm. But I still want to know how he got out. I yeah well uh there's a comic for that so there you Put go. Put a bird on that. So twin engines of destruction, check it out. Yeah. Um, as far as what Infinities does, um, I mean, okay, I'm trying to think of what to like. I've been trying to pull out. Oh, here's one change amongst dozens that made the story different, right? I'm trying to make it so that okay, here's one, but there's twelve other things you can read this story and get that I didn't talk. Yeah. This one's hard Which because a lot doesn't change. It's just the order of events. Mm-hmm. So the one I'm going to stick to is probably the most significant and probably one that's not maybe as new to people. Um, and that is what if Vader survived mm-hmm. episode six? What if indeed? So we know that Vader's redeemed becomes Anakin Skywalker, but the classic story is he dies in his redemption. So Part of his salvation is sacrifice. It's meaningful, and in the case of Ben Solo, it's fine. I'm fine, but it is what it is, right? Yeah, we're gonna talk about <laughs> I've it. I've got it. I'm, I just I'm being true to myself. You can, you're living your truth. You know, I've accepted it. I I don't like it though. Yes. I am Lando in Solo. I acknowledge and accept it, but I don't like it. And we'll go to therapy for it. But Listen, <laughs> lean back in your chair. We'll have some therapy. Right. How, we talk how does about it make you feel? Uh, sad. sad. <laughs> Depressing. So in this one, he doesn't die because that is an option. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm being so bitter right You're now. You're being very bitter. Look, you know I am running That's off fine. very little sleep. So much work. So much stress. This is the most I've laughed and enjoyed life in a very long time. It is what it is. Dang Deal son. with it. <laughs> I'm I not apologizing. Um, so, yeah, in this one, he survives. So, basically, a lot of events still happen, maybe in slightly different sequences. And, and I can't sell enough. I'm not over-exaggerating. There's so much of these stories I'm not talking about. Yes. Please read these comics. They're very cheap on comicsology.com. They're yeah. digital. You don't have to try and hunt them down or anything. You can find them very easily and enjoy them right now. And that is not a sponsor. They should be sponsoring no. me for that. Please. But they are not. Another fantastic comic on Comicsology is Ice Cream Man. I highly recommend it. Also it's a the plot. Comic. So please support the plot and give Michael Maurice your money because I stole Just, his idea. Okay. Put $20 <laughs> in an envelope. Michael, this, Lick it. Send it to Michael Maurice. This portion of, of, of Nerd Herder Podcast has been sponsored by Michael Maurice, and he doesn't know it yet. <laughs> you should clip that and send it to him. Right. Um, so, uh, but yes, Vader survives and is Anakin Skywalker, but in the Vader costume. And the reason yes. I say this is probably the most known, even if you were like, whoa, I didn't actually know about that. I guarantee if you've Googled Darth Vader and you've scrolled enough pictures on Google, you've seen... You've seen some stuff. Well, yeah. Um, but then, but one of the things you've seen is, the is white Hello Kitty video. Oh, yeah. I mean, White Vader. <laughs> I just, I love, yeah. I, I love Hello Kitty Vader. I love Hello um, Kitty Vader, too. Yeah, the White Vader costume. It's basically yeah. Darth Vader, but white. It's literally just 
like how do we make him less menacing? Make him white. <laughs> make him white. So Vader Vader survives and I mean, well, I feel I feel like I have to talk about like so oh what's the big deal? They just live happily ever after. They actually don't because the 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 emperor doesn't die. Yes. Because one of <laughs> Right. Well, it's one of the I, I like the plot of this where it's just like, hey, everybody's sad Vader had to die and couldn't live happily with his children, but if he hadn't have sacrificed himself to kill the emperor, we kind of wouldn't have lost the emperor. Although mm-hmm. now having had the sequel trilogy, he kind of just did his thing anyway. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, is it mute? I don't know. But it, it it is interesting at least because it's one of those things for sure um, where, I, I mean, I mentioned Ben Solo half jokingly, but really we think about and we wonder a lot of the times what would have been different if he, if he lived? What a lot more been... smooches. Oh, my So gosh. many more smooches. Um, like, they would have had a baby mm, on Exegol. <laughs> right. Uh, and and then Anakin would have gotten what he wanted. He would have gotten his children. He would have been happy, you know. Uh, so many things that give me all kinds of feelings I don't want to feel. Oh, my um, gosh. You know? Can you imagine a scene much like Ben Solo's redemption scene with Han, but with Anakin and Padme? Ooh. It would have hurt so bad. <laughs> I just imagine, so you know how in episode 9 it's a retelling of episode 7, but he makes the right choice this time? I imagine it would be a retelling of episode 3, but he makes the right choice. Come away with me. You know, we'll raise our children. Oh, oh, I've given myself the feels. Oh my God. I want a scene. I want a scene in a comic or something. Somebody talented make this and make me cry. If you've ever (laughs) listened to The Adventure Zone, Uh... Magnus' ending scene, but with Anakin and Padme. That would have been incredible. Uh, everything from this point is just my death rattle because I've died <laughs> of emotions. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Anyway, um, you're spe- you're feeling the emotions of a man who loves his wife. Uh, like that, that, that is it. Man, that is that is powerful stuff. Star Wars is powerful. Star Wars gives me the feelies, and um, give me some heelies to escape. <laughs> that's why we talk about it. So. Uh, we're going to continue to talk about Star Wars feelies in future episodes. Um, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you've been entertained. <laughs> hopefully you've enjoyed this. If not, I don't know how you're still listening. But um, yeah, let us know some of your what ifs. What what are things you've thought about changing? What are the things you wish were changed maybe even? Yes. We want to come at this from a very positive standpoint. We wanted this entire series to be built on. We're not saying things are wrong. We don't want to talk no. about changes because we think they're negative. We love Star Wars. We do. We want to preserve that. We just like talking about this clearly. And, and, and it's fun. If you keep it in the perspective of we're just enjoying something we enjoy, then it's positive, it's healthy, and it's, it's good. I think there's something definitely negative that comes when we spiral down the staircase of I wish I'd gotten this or I yeah. wish they would have done this. Um, I get having grievances with things you love hear me talk about transformers it happens so but at the same time there's always a way to find delight there's always ways to find things you do like and to celebrate those things absolutely and that's all we want to do we want to create a space where people and fans can love what they love and love it how they love it (laughs) if you like this episode but not that episode if you like that book but not that movie if if you whatever like just like what you like enjoy what you enjoy and be true to yourself like that's that's the whole point and and that's the revisiting purpose of why we love star wars is to take time to focus and say hey in all these voices of hate and all this time spent on trashing and speculating and all this wishy-washiness let's just talk about what we love Mm -hmm. let's be known for what we love and if we can take this little piece of the internet and just take time and say, we love this because. Yes. That's winning. That's happiness. That's, that's how we joy. Win. Exactly. That, that's sparking and finding joy is making your own. Just ignoring the negative voices, ignoring the negativity yeah. amongst fans and just saying, I like this because I like this. Listen, It's man. special to me. Yeah. This podcast came from a moment of grief. And so we make our own joy. Yeah. Choosing to say, this sucks, so we're going to talk about something we love. We're going to yeah. make, we're going to manufacture our own joy. Because ultimately, 
That is joy. Joy is what you make it. Mm-hmm. And we want to make it about Star Wars. Yeah. We want to make it about Saw. We want to make it about The Conjuring. And coming this weekend, we want to make it about <laughs> Ratchet and Clank. Yes, you heard it here. We are excited. <laughs> and in New York. <laughs> Don't forget to Transformers. Um, I am going to cry. Yes, you are. It's going to be so I'm, great. I'm trying not to will it into existence. I'm just trying to prepare people. Listen, baby, we've got freaking uh, tissues right there. I'm going to have so there. many tissues. Like, I am talking to a legend in voice acting. You're I say I'm. We are talking. No, no, no. We are talking. No, 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 no. It's going to be mostly you. Here's the thing. I cried almost every time after meeting somebody at Celebration because it was literally... And we talked about it. I want to take a moment to just say, you are important to me. Yes. <laughs> like, I was on a mission to tell everyone, you, I, I love you. Thank you so much. It's like, I, you know, they've done so many things that have brought me joy, brought me um, uh, self-confidence, um, self-assurance, taught me things. Like, you know, it's silly. Somebody out there doesn't care and somebody thinks it's stupid, but I don't care. Like, uh, I was talking to somebody about this today where it's just like it's it's it seems silly to people that don't care about it. But like Star Wars has taught me a lot, meant a lot and been there for me through a lot. So have many other fandoms. Mm-hmm. And so if I get to talk to a person that has had a part in that, gosh dang it, I will talk to an editor. I don't care. I will talk to anyone that's had anything to do with these things I love and thank them profusely because they've done something that meant something to me. Yeah. I, whatever the value. They voiced Obi-Wan. They edited a scene right. They colored it right. They did that one concept art that never happened, but I think it's cool. I, like, all of it matters. Yeah. And I want to make sure these people are grateful or, or, or know that people are grateful because there's so many people that hate people. There's so many people that think that Rose Tico sucks. And I want her to know, I want, I want Kelly Marie Tran to know she matters. She meant something to me. And we you love know, her. There's people that thought that Anakin's at, or, uh, Hayden Christensen's acting sucked. And I want him to know that I thought that was amazing because I've Absolutely. been there. Like, uh, I just want to emote. God bless uh, us if we ever meet Mark Hamill. I just want to emote all over these people. Uh, <laughs> And, and then so, get taken away by security. <laughs> sorry, that was a, a caveat to say that uh, this weekend we were talking to David Kay, which might not be a name in many people's households, but it is in this one because he voices one of my favorite video game characters, one of my favorite versions of Optimus Prime, one of my favorite big brother, I hate my little brother characters in anime. Uh, he, he is just oh, awesome. Google David Kay. You will have heard his voice somewhere. I swear to you. Yeah. You will have heard him somewhere okay if you've watched transformers from the year 1995 to now he's been somewhere in your life and i get to talk to him and that is emotional for me but we're talking to him because we don't get to play i don't get to play the ratchet and clank game yeah we don't have a ps5 if anybody loves me and wants to buy me that comics two pack and buy me a ps5 hit me up (laughs) but i still love you I, i so Yes, we don't have a PS5. We can't play the new game because PlayStation sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and they're withholding my favorite video game franchise from me. But Ratchet & Clank is a series that I love dearly. And um, as much as I can emote and, and just chatter about Star Wars, I can talk about that for days. And to, to many Star Wars fans' uh, enjoyment, uh, the main characters are played by David Kay. And James Arnold Taylor of Obi-Wan Kenobi fame. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I put it out there into the ether. Dude. It bounced back and hit me in the heart. And David Kay said amazing. yes. So. Look, okay. You meeting David Kay is like if I ever met Jim Cummings. Yeah, it's that, it's that one where that it's just like. The man that voiced my child. <laughs> well, and, and that's the thing is like um, of all the, you know, seven degrees of separation that have happened that have brought me joy there's no, there's one that's never been quite as impactful as the guy that played Beast Wars Megatron played yes. this adorable best friend in the entire galaxy robot character. With the cutest giggle in all of the world. Oh my gosh. And I'm going to say that on the podcast. He has uh, the cutest giggle in the I'm entire just, universe. I'm just so happy that we, get, that we do what we do. If you want to see John cry, get ready. Right. It's going to happen and I apologize in advance. Uh, but so excited. So the next episode, we are talking to one of my heroes, 
and I hope you'll tune in yes. for it. I hope he's prepared. <laughs> I probably need to send him this can... episode and be like, hey, here's what you're getting into. Yes. I'm sorry. And um, <laughs> if we can go on one more tangent before we end this episode. Yeah. We we love these people. We love these characters so much. And I think we also need to mention that we love you guys so much. I think in the past, how long have we been doing this? Three years? Three years. Three dang years. Three ding dang years, my guy. Dude. Jesus Crow. Um, we have... We have come in contact with so many incredible people. We have built a familial relationship with so many incredible people. Is this your turn to be emotional? No, but I'm going to be anyway. And in that time, we have gotten to know some of the best people we've ever met. And I think we've learned at this point, if you come for one of us, you come for all of us. Um, Not too long ago, our friends at the Pink Milk Podcast. Mm. Uh, they did a live stream uh, with some guests. I cannot remember all of who were on there. They were... But the, the lovely yeah. and precious and must be protect uh, oh, gay Jedi. I love him so much. At the gay Such Jedi. If you want sparks of joy in your life, Such a babe. just check out this awesome human being Absolutely. and his YouTube channel at the gay Jedi on YouTube and uh, Twitter. Yeah. And, you know, during this live stream, they were berated with racist, homophobic, sexist content comments and that just broke my freaking heart yeah just people being horrible and um you know and and i said as much before and and it's one of those things i mean we started as a we're a star wars podcast yes. it's all about star we wars we only talk about star all wars all the time star and, wars doesn't get political <laughs> and you know now we're growing into this amalgamous blob of a thing that just talks about what we enjoy yeah. and talks about what we believe as well. Absolutely. And we believe it's not that hard to be a decent human being. Absolutely. And so taking a moment to encourage all of our listeners, and it's not because it's pride. It's not it's because it's it. relevant and <laughs> yeah. not because it's click clickable uh, and, con- you know, content. It's because it's the right freaking thing to do. Yeah. Be a good person. Like, and if you are a good person, continue to go out of your way to make sure yeah. that positive places are created around you. Positive and um, accepting places. Use your influence. Do what you have to do to make sure that negativity has no foothold, has no place, and has no voice. Yeah. Um, it, it's just, it's, it's so crazy to me that we continue to have to have these conversations Um because of my profession, I'm involved with them regularly where we're talking about, we're still having to talk about the fact that racism exists. Yeah. Um, Guess what? It does. You know, like we're having to handle it as if we have to convince people. Like we have to convince people that homophobia is still a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, lo and behold, these problems don't go away just because you give them a month. Lo and behold, they don't go away just because you change your icon to a rainbow flag. They go away when we're good people. And when good people stand up and do the right thing. Exactly. And like like you said, it, it was just a very, very sad uh, and heartbreaking thing to open up Twitter to. Mm-hmm. And to see that these amazing and positive people, like um, Pink Milk and the Gay Jedi, I, like I've never seen anything that hasn't made me smile and brought me joy from these people. They are amazing. Mm-hmm. And we know a lot of amazing people. Yes, we do. And they are up there with them. And so to see these people hurt by this bigotry and ignorance is ridiculous. Um, love people. Please. You know, we're talking about Star Wars. So if we want to make it about Star Wars, like, care. Just do the right thing. Be a peacekeeper. And be a peacemaker, too. Where there is peace, cool. Where there's not peace, make it. Do the right thing. Yeah. Be good people. I like. I I really 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 hope that people listening to this are. It's just a preaching to the choir situation. I really hope no one is surprised yeah. by this and no one's just like, man, I'm convicted. I I really hope yeah. so because that's the environment we try to create. We try to stamp out and push away any kind of negativity and hate. Um, 
because we care too much about people to let that in because we are the kind of people that have been affected by it too much. Yeah. And so if, if anyone listening to this, if anyone that comes in contact with this and us feels even the tinge bit of, of conviction, listen to that, be sensitive to that and change. Please. Um, not to make it cheesy, but you know, we believe in a franchise of redemption. So I believe you can be wrong and get it right. I believe you can get it wrong and change. Please do. Um, and if you're getting it right already, just keep doing it. Yeah. Like, it gets so exhausting, guys, to, to do the right thing. I, like, I'm with you. Um, just to be real, like, continuing to do the right thing when other people don't is exhausting. And it convinces you that maybe you're doing the wrong thing by doing the right thing. And that's not true. Absolutely not true. Just keep keep being good people. Keep loving. Keep making spaces of positivity and inclusion. Yeah. Uh, and keep promoting that as well. Be the voice of the good when you don't see it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, just keep, keep strong. Keep doing it. Um, we're sending as much love as we can to Pink Milk and, and Gay Jedi. There's a lot of love there. And, oh, yeah. So I, much I'm, love. You know, the, and and also to everyone out there. Yeah. Um, know that you are you, and if we're, if you're, if we're in your ears, and if we have at any point interacted, we value you, we validate you, yeah. and we defend you as well. It's not because of any particular box you check on identifiability we just we care about you because you're you and that's the thing we have to get to as as people it's just care the mr rogers principle it's you i like exactly that's it i like you for who you are yeah and so um let's let's make sure that people understand that we understand star wars let's make sure people know that we get the message Exactly. Uh, Star Wars is about love. It's about redemption. It's about family. It's about defense of what is good. Exactly. And, um, I mean, the Empire might be cool, but they're never the good guys. No. They're never the right thing. Listen, man, I have <laughs> the Death Star tattooed on my arm for aesthetics Right. Only. doesn't mean we're fascists. No. <laughs> uh, it just means it's really cool. It's just really neat. Uh, bad guys got to dress so good. They do. Anyway, um, I'm glad you brought that up. So necessary. Yeah. And... Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things where if we can challenge, if we can encourage, just yeah. love people. Just yeah. do the right thing. Love people, respect people. That's it. Those it's really not that hard. There's two rules in Fight Club, and they're both, you know, <laughs> just, be du- just be cool dudes. Come um, on, man. So to reiterate uh, what you said earlier, yeah. though, uh, thank you and we love you to everyone whose ears received this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, it's one of those things where I'm constantly grateful for what we get to do. And uh, thankful to everyone that listens and checks this out. Um, please, if you like it, like it, rate it, and uh, like it. If um, Whatever your platform option is to tell people that you like it, please do. You lifted a shell to your ear at the beach and you heard a podcast, like that shell. <laughs> like it, baby. Um, you know, as much as we don't like it, um, that really matters uh, to supporting the show. So if you're wondering, I can't give a dollar, I can't give $5, what can I do? You can like it, you can rate it, you can review it. Um, That goes far and beyond to promote the podcast and you don't even understand exactly how. So please do so. Um, it's, It's literally just so we can continue to grow this family of positivity that we hope to continue to create. Um, so thank you. We love you. Um, Red Five Network, we mentioned awesome people earlier. There's been plenty of awesome people in that, um, community. And we encourage you to check out redfivenetwork.com. Com. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, one of those things. Red Five Network on Twitter. Com. Um, it's later than it should be when this is happening, so forgive me. But, uh, Red Five Network has plenty of awesome people, um, you know, if plenty. Could, huh? Plenty. Oh yeah, plenty, plenty, plenty. So um, check them out and continue to grow your communities of positivity. Also, GameInfinite.net. .net. I remember that one. .org. If you like games, which we mentioned, Ratchet and Clank and many others, 
so many things are happening in the gaming community. If you want to keep up with that, if you want a source for all the news, as well as content creators who celebrate the video games you enjoy, cosplayers, artists, all of that stuff, Game Infinite is the place for you. Our friend Jesse does an awesome job managing Hi, that. Uh, and so continue to support that as well. Thank you to our patrons. We mentioned them earlier. They're amazing people, yeah. and for some reason they pay us to do this. Doug, Jim, Rebecca, Nick. They haven't given up on us, and I hope you haven't either. So thank you for listening to this episode. Um, it's only, like, this podcast where I can go from, like, on the verge of tears to giggling. Yeah, it's just, like... <laughs> I mean, we, we've covered such a swath of emotion. We um, ain't kidding. If we tickled your pickle, then please uh, like, comment, and survive. Give us $5. <laughs> like, if we've tickled your pickle, like, uh, come on, man. Right. Like, we deserve goodness, a tip. I mean, come at on. least, at least, I mean, come on. This is this. Cl- on. I mean, it's like one one episode away from being an OnlyFans, so come on. Uh, <laughs> Our OnlyFans is just me. In our front only of a picture f- of Darth Maul. I was going to say, our only, just, like, staring. our only fans is just us talking about the Phantom Menace. Just unhinged. Um, if you want that tier on Patreon, hit us up. We will make it immediately. Let us know. <laughs> I can't even right now. Um, let us know your what ifs. We will be back very soon to talk about things we love about Star Wars and continue to celebrate and love Star Wars just like we talked about. Um, but we will, like I said, be taking a break to talk to one of my heroes, as well as a time to talk about one of our actual favorite horror franchises. Uh, if you haven't checked out all of our most recent episodes, please do. Um, it really goes far in supporting the show when you check out everything. And who knows, if even if it's not seemingly one of your interests, maybe we'll make you like it. Yeah. Or right. maybe, maybe you'll just endorse us to continue to be crazy i don't know which is which john it's time for your weekly practice la llorona milan lamona <laughs> la llorona java lala <laughs> la 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 help help bro bro please m- lady gaga <laughs> i'm trying i'm trying 